Hi, I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. And this is Amped. Hey, Dave, how are you today? I'm doing well, Peggy. And you? I am surviving. Um, you know, we're we're in lockdown at our house. We have been for a while, but um, it's definitely intensified. Um, what about you? Well, uh, you know, the, the dominoes keep falling here in New York. Uh, our governor yesterday announced that he basically wanted um, all businesses, except those that are essential, closed. Um, and basically is ordering people to stay at home with the exception of um, only the most essential uh, types of activities. Yeah. So it's it's getting crazy. So um, you and I were talking, and one of the, the main things that people need to do is stay inside stay, or stay away from people, um, kind of isolate yourself, and, um, but not necessarily isolate communication, right? So we're, we want to do our part. So we're going to be doing just quick little podcasts every day just to check in with everybody, talk about what our life is doing, because it's still important to, to maintain connections, especially when you can't see people and when you don't have those daily face-to-face social interactions. Yeah. And one of the cool things about just what I found about the podcasting community, it's certainly true of the Amped Army, but it's also true of how I feel about the podcast that I listen to on a regular basis, you develop a real relationship with the people who are doing them, um, particularly those who are doing stuff that's more autobiographical or that's around an interest that you share with them. And so um, as we were talking through this, it seemed like a great way to connect with the Amped Army and the broader than lost than difference community. And um, this will be very unfiltered. Um, you know, I, Peggy and I were talking before we started recording. I said, you know, I haven't prepped anyone in my family that we're even doing this. So if someone comes in and starts talking to me because they don't understand that I'm doing this, you're going to hear it. And I think this is kind of what life is like now. I mean, for a lot of us, our houses, apartments, wherever it is that we live, have gotten a lot smaller very quickly uh, <laughs> because we're here pretty much all the time. And and when all your kids are home, if you have a family um, or your spouse is home all the time or, or significant other is with you all the time, uh, you know. It gets, the walls get tight. They do. I looked at my husband last night. I thought, so you're still here. (laughs) (laughs) And will be for the next however many months. Um, You know, it's hard. It's definitely, it's definitely hard. I have uh, a teenager and a five-year-old. And um, you would think that with that age spread that they wouldn't fight. (laughs) Boy, was that wrong. (laughs) Yep. yep. Um, typically, you know, I would be able to, to take the five-year-old to the park and let him play with buddies and things like that. And they closed all of our parks. So we're very, very fortunate to have a yard. Um, so uh, the little guy and I have been spending our time outside doing scavenger hunts and um, playing in our yard. But, you know, we, Scott and I, as yes, my husband and I discovered that we really don't have a lot of yard toys anymore. So what we, what I did find were old pool noodles. So um, every night the neighbors will see that Genoa's basically having a brawl in the middle of our yard where we take, my husband and I take both kids into the yard. Everybody grabs a pool noodle and it's just a free for all. Just smash each other with pool noodles. And I will tell you, I mean, I'm sure it looks far more violent than it is. Pool, nobody gets hurt, but um, it, there's a good feeling hitting somebody with a pool noodle. It's a release, right? It makes a really satisfying sound. It doesn't hurt, but 
boy, it, it makes a very satisfying sound. And the kids love it. For some reason, they think that Tate running around the yard trying to hit their parents with pool noodles is the best thing in the world. And Scott and I, you know, we're finding it equally as satisfying after long days of, of being together all the time. Hmm. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't say that that's what we're doing at our house. Um, so I have a 21-year-old, a 19-year-old, both boys, and a 14-year-old daughter. And uh, when we bought this house almost five years ago now. Is it five uh, years? No, four years, I guess. Wow. April of 16. Yeah, so it'll be four years next month. Um, but when we bought this house, we bought it knowing that it was a little bit small for a family of five. But we said, well, Max is going to college next year and Jackson will be in college two years after that. So it won't be a big deal. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Now everyone's back in the house. Right. And, the and they're bigger. Bigger than they were. And Caroline's a little bit bigger. So the house feels even smaller. So we're, we're adjusting to that. Um, you know, uh, Max is taking a gap year, so he hasn't been in school, but Jackson was going to school in the city and, um, they, they shut down, uh, about uh, a week and a half ago, um, right before his, um, spring break. Um, so he came home for spring break and then, uh, just got noticed this past week during the spring break. Hey, uh, we're going to do distance learning for the rest of the year. So no more school in New York for him. Um, my daughter's high school, um, is moving in that direction though they haven't they haven't shut down the whole year yet but they've shifted to distance learning starting tomorrow so um, you know those are the, that, that that's kind of what's happening um, from a logistical perspective but you know you get all these people in a house and um, you get a lot of comments like from my 14 year old walking in maybe eight times a day saying I'm bored mm-hmm. and um, I've tried to uh, contribute what I can to, to break that boredom. I got her to play one game of backgammon with me two nights ago. So um, let me let me tell you yeah. what what I've done to combat the um, board comment. Okay, sure. Find an old board game that have the spinners. You know where you spin and it tells you how many moves or whatever, and change it and put different chores. And every time somebody in my family tells me that they're bored, I take them to the Wheel of Fun and make them spin and do a chore. Oh, that's cruel and smart. You know what? Find something to do. (laughs) Because if you don't, I'm going to spin the wheel for you. So don't come to me telling me that you're bored. Here's my question for you. Would it be worse for a 14-year-old? You know, and and Robbie's how old now? 13. 13, yes. The same age, basically. So if a kid that age, would it be worse for them to be trapped in their house with internet or to have full freedom in the world, no internet, no connectivity at all, which would be harder for them. Yeah. You know, Robbie would have trouble without the internet. I mean, he, so he goes to cyber school, right? So truly nothing has really, except his extracurricular classes have all stopped. So he's really missing those relationships, but he's still communicating with his teachers. Like he always did. He's still communicating with his classmates. They have, of, of any kid, I see all these parents kind of adjusting to, oh, my goodness, how are we going to handle this? And Robbie's like, hold my beer. I've got this. <laughs> you know, um, it, he, he is so accustomed to, to developing those online relationships and, and communicating with friends and things online um, that that really isn't the issue for him. It's not – I'm used to having him home. The issue is 
like Scott's home now, which is great. I'm happy he's home. I love my husband. I do. But he's home now and there's no sports on. Yeah. So he's home all day and no sports. <laughs> Max is having is having a real problem with no sports. Yeah. Because that for him, that's a real relief. And the interesting thing is for him, you know, he's you know, he he the only thing that's filling that for him right now is his feed getting filled up or alerts getting filled up around coronavirus mm-hmm. and making him really anxious, understandably. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, dude, I, I think you need to I think you need to disconnect some more. And he's like, well, it's all in my Instagram feed. I'm like, well, anytime you see something about Instagram about coronavirus and Instagram feed, just blow past it. You know, the the main news you need to know about coronavirus, you can pretty much ingest once a day. Right. Check once a day around six o'clock. You'll get everything you need to know. Yep. But getting getting hourly updates on the spread of the virus in Suffolk County not going to help you. No, not it's scary. You it, and it is. It's overwhelming and it's scary. You know, I've tried to. We've tried all kinds of different distraction techniques. You know, to to overcome the not having sports. But for some reason, the boys don't seem eager to play let's see how many weeds you can pull out of the garden in a certain amount of time that's not, not a fun as compelling now not as compelling so no. i did i did break down on amazon and we are getting a ping pong table delivered next week are you yes it's an outdoor ping pong table but uh, i figured eventually the pool neuters are going to break um and we've got to have something else to do outside it's a great idea ping so. pong is great yeah that so we're going to do ping pong there. Um, we got some sidewalk chalk. So, you know, I made a big obstacle course going up and down the road that, that, you know, we're kind of timing each other, seeing how fast you can do it. Because quite honestly, Dave, if I don't create things for, for all of the people in my family to do, they're all going to sit around and eat through our social distancing stockpile of snacks in record time. (laughs) You've got to get them out of the house. <laughs> um, they've got to. They've got to keep moving. You know, we've got to keep coming up with different things to to do, and it's it's a real struggle. It's hard. So, I haven't had that issue yet. Um, are, are you are you doing any food delivery to the house? We have not yet. So we the problem is we live kind of tucked away, and we live in the woods. So there's not a whole lot of places that deliver to us. Um, We were going to do like takeout and things like that, but we just haven't kind of got gone there yet. You probably get a lot of delivery though, right? We do. First of all, Karen and I don't cook very often just because it's never been something we've done. So we're bringing food in an awful lot anyway, in a normal day, but especially now with just the impact this can have on small businesses. And I mean, this is, obviously crippling the restaurant industry but um those that are trying to stay open we're really trying to support so we've been we've been ordering in food a ton the last several days and we we have food in the house too which is great but we're sort of we're sort of operating under the assumption that at some point not many of these restaurants are going to be able to continue to demand their staffs and it's going to go away so we're taking advantage of it while it's here and that's a good idea no i i tend to put my teenager and even my five-year-old, I'm make part of their new routine and new reality is is learning to make meals. Yeah, no, I, that's a good skill to have. My kids definitely don't have it. If there if there was ever an apocalypse and my kids had an unlimited supply of um, Nestle's cookie dough, we would be fine. Okay, 
but that's about it. Okay. Uh, maybe ramen. My daughter can do ramen really well. Now, do you make the Nestle cookie dough or are you buying it? Oh, no, no, no. We buy it. Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> Send me the recipe. I will. Send me the recipe. I will. Well, actually, so Robbie takes a cooking class as one of his enrichment classes. And he's he's bored and he's wanting to do something. He was actually inspired by your son who did the um, Instagram live stream with his music. And Robbie watched that and um, decided he wants to do something to contribute. So he is starting a Cooking with Koopa series next week on Facebook Live, where he's going to take over my stream. And I think the first thing he's going to make are cookies. Good for him. That's excellent. So what are your plans for today? What what are the next eight hours of your life look like? So it's actually chillier than I had hoped. So I think today is going to be indoor camping. We're going to put up the tent and we're going to roast marshmallows over a candle and I'm making potato soup. Nice. So um, we're actually putting together a Netflix and chill party with the Amped Army through our Mighty Network where there's an app on through Google Chrome. Have you heard of it? No. It's Netflix. No. I think it's NetflixParty.com. And you can download the app and a whole group of people can decide that they're going to, you know, watch a certain movie through Netflix at a certain time and you stream it on your computer and the movie is synced on everybody's screen to run at the same time. And then there's like a chat bar on the side where you can talk with your friends about it. Oh, nice. It's like a massive mystery science theater 3000 or whatever that show is. I don't know what that is. So I'm just going to (laughs) agree. It's a show where people purportedly uh, it, it, it was a tv show where okay you watch really bad science fiction movies and and the actual show is the characters in the show commenting on the movies themselves oh. not unlike the old beavis and butthead just gotcha. two idiots you know people watching music videos and criticizing them gotcha okay so yes like that except fun <laughs> oh all of the all of the mystery science theater fans are going to now pillory you so I do want to remind people, too, that if you're bored, um, we do, through our website, have really cool coloring sheets. And I would love if people want to color some of those and uh, snap a picture and send them to us. We can start highlighting those as well. Yeah, great idea. Great idea. So what are you doing in the McGill house today? Ordering takeout? Well, at some point, there will probably be takeout coming to the house. Um, I have um, I've gotten Kara to commit to um, getting in the car with me and driving down to the local beach, which is about a mile from our house down a big hill. Otherwise, we'd walk it. Um, but um, we're going to go down there and try to walk for a half an hour just to get outside. I haven't been outside nice. for much of anything for like a week. Wow. So I need to start doing something. Why don't you um, post some I pictures? Send me some pictures that. and I'll put them up on our social profile. That way people can kind of, if you don't live near a beach, like I do not, I would love to enjoy the beach through your eyes. And I'll sure. take pictures of our woods. Excellent. Excellent. But yeah, I think that's the big activity of the day. Other than that, Kara and I have been, we're, we're, stream, we're, we're binge watching the Amazon series, The Man in the High Castle, um, which is a really kind of interesting alternate universe in which the U S loses world war two. Um, and we are also, we are we're not binge watching it because it's a weekly series, but the, the new 
I think it's FX, is it? The new FX series, Devs, um, which is a kind of a cool science fiction, you know, Google-typed company taking over the world with a sinister um, sinister lead character. Um, we're, we're working our way through that week by week as well. Wow. We have totally different watching styles. I'm sure. I'm watching the Say Yes to the Dress Marathon. Uh, see, I'm not – I can't do reality TV. My daughter watches – um, one of those English cooking shows, you know, where people compete. Oh, those and, are fun. Those are fun. Yeah. But I, I can't deal with any of that stuff. I've never been able to do it. I'm, I don't, I've never watched, I don't think, um, willingly at least a full episode of a, of a reality show. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a lot of time left in our social distancing life. So there's hope for you. Thank you. Thank you for sending that. Um, I'll try to get there. All right. All right. I'll check back with you. Yeah, do that. Keep vamping for about 30 more seconds. With Max. No, no, I'm just saying keep vamping because I realized I I haven't touched my computer screen. You know, normally when we do these podcasts, we have uh, an outline that we're working through. And so I'm constantly, you know, moving my mouse on the computer screen. And I haven't been doing that. And my computer just went into hibernation and I won't be able to play our outgoing music at the end. Well, I, I wanted to ask, since since your son is home and he composed our music, do you think that we could get him to compose something different just for our daily check-ins that are separate from our podcast but similar? Absolutely. We need a coronavirus there daily update theme song. I would so, like yes, that. I, yeah. something, I want something chirpy and happy because the whole world is boom, boom, boom right now. So I want something like, you know. I'll see if I can get him to do a pop, so- a little pop song with some lyrics for us. Oh, I like that. Yes. Yeah, some coronavirus lyrics that are and, happy. And then on his next Instagram live, I'm going to have him. I'm going to request it. Okay, excellent. All right. All right. Well, we'll be back tomorrow, and uh, we look forward to talking with you every day for the foreseeable future, folks. Stay safe and stay busy. All right. Take care, Peggy. Bye. Bye. Hey, Peggy. Yeah. I used our intro theme. I'm going to play the outro theme now. Oh, okay. Here we go.